What's up, guys? Welcome back to Kane's Cash with your host, Seabass, and to my right, like always, Randy G. What's up, Kane's fans? Welcome back to another episode of Kane's Cast. This is your co-host, Randy G. Do not forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Kane's Cast and on Twitter at Kane's Cast 305 while you Miami Hurricanes inside. Uh, Kane's fans, and welcome uh, with us today here is uh, my friend and, and Seabass friend, Eric. He's a he's a diehard UM fan and uh, and a diehard um, Miami Dolphins fans. How you doing, Eric? Welcome to the show. I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me, guys. Yeah, What's man, up, Eric? Welcome. How do you how do you feel about this uh, upcoming class? You know, they have the early signing day uh, on Wednesday. Um, dude, I am super stoked. Um, I wish we would have played a little bit better on Saturday to be able to get some of these um, guys that are not committed to any school yet. No, but to have Miami as one of their top five or seven schools, um, I don't know if they're going to be early signing day or if they're going to wait for regular regular signing day, but our showing didn't really help that. But if we can keep the 20 that we got committed so far, we looking good. Yeah, man, we have uh, we had that big prospect um, from Palmetto, Leonard Terry. He, I don't know, maybe maybe motivated him to see how the do- uh, the Dolphins, how the Hurricanes perform because he posted right after. He's like, "Oh, I'm coming. I'm I need that." So he and he's an early signing. He's gonna sign uh, on Wednesday and possibly be on campus by January. Yeah, that's good. I mean, can you if you imagine if uh, if the D tackles that we have currently on the team, um, Jared Harrison uh, Harris Hunt, I think his name is, and then you have. Um, uh, Nasty Nesta, if he de- if if Nesta comes back, which honestly he really should come back, um, if he comes back, and then you have a guy like Leonard Taylor coming in, and you have uh, uh, Harrison Hunt, who I believe is a sophomore, um, he's 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 been really well in the, uh, playing a de- defensive tackle. Um, that's a good threesome in the interior line. And hopefully we have Jalen Phillips. He stays, which I think he should, man. He His stock is up there, but he should definitely stay one more year just because it, it won't do anything but improve. You know, he only has two seasons under his belt. Oh, definitely. I, I, really, I, I really don't think that there's anybody on the team other than your upperclassmen that are going to be like 24 and 25 years old. Um, that really should even declare for the NFL. Uh, I I believe everybody needs to come back. Um, obviously, that's wishful thinking, but at the same time, I honestly believe after watching all the games and stuff like that, um, they could use another mango season, another another um, season of playing together, and, and it can only help them. It, it's not going to hurt them. It's going to help them. Yeah, man, we got um, – and it's crazy because – I was just reading it, and this guy committed, like, I want to say three days ago, How Tim Burns. He decommitted from Miami. He was, I think, the only – he was a three-star or four-star cornerback, and um, he decommitted from the University of Miami to only commit to UAB. I mean – FAU. I, was it FAU? No, it was UAB. No? Oh, UAB, huh? Nice. Tim Burns. Yeah, yeah he uh, – three-star um... – I don't know if that was really. I think it was a mutual um, uh, kind of decommit, and Miami kind of saying uh, we're going to look somewhere else um, type deal. Um, 
I've been I've been watching a lot. Of, yeah, you yeah, I've been watching a lot of uh, wet, you know, a lot, lot of stuff on YouTube and stuff like that, and trying to get to the bottom of things. And everyone's can kind of saying it's it was kind of like a numbers thing, and it was kind of like um, it Miami just kind of like you you know we're we're kind of lo- lo- look elsewhere. So I don't I don't know. I I know his I know his yeah. mom was upset, but oh well. But that's crazy though. You, you mean <laughs> you went you go from. Uh... A power five uh, school to uh to a, a school like that, yeah. Right? You know, it's hey, but who knows? Maybe it's uh it was like a mutual separation. Yeah. But the thing is like now we have no cornerback, so we're gonna have to definitely look into the portal or well we're gonna have to definitely look into the portal or get a last minute shift and and turn somebody over. Yeah. yeah. I mean uh, there there's a lot of wishful thinking and getting if um uh, Avante Williams would be an excellent, excellent corner. Uh, according to to what I've seen, he he could play any position on 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 the defensive backfield. Uh, that's the one that's currently in University of Miami. Yeah, he's the safety that we we that we got the, yeah, yeah. the four star safety, but then he was medically not cleared to play this year. Uh, he's mm-hmm. already practicing no contact, but he's practicing with the team already. Yeah, that's what I saw. Hey. He's practicing with the team. Hey, Sebas, so, so, um, sorry to jump in, man. Were, were you talking about Tim Burns Jr.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy he went from uh, well, Miami. But he's a corner, to... though. He's a he's a corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He was the only corner we had in yeah. this class. Yeah, and he decommitted, and then he went to UAB. But like what Eric was trying to say, maybe it was like a mutual thing. University probably stopped pushing. University of Miami probably stopped pushing for him, and he got contacted from somewhere else and because he, he it's not like he went to another powerhouse school he just went to UAP yeah no I, yeah I'm looking right now at the at the at the recruiting position for, for cornerbacks man and, and and we've definitely dropped the ball in that position I see a lot of five star four stars guys even three stars we're, we're looking at three stars uh committed to to different to other schools man besides the University of Miami I think we're gonna have to do a better job recruiting at that position uh one guy that I did want to mention uh that I think is 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 going to be great at the University of Miami is is the receiver from from Northwestern uh, coming in this class, Romello Brinson, uh, four star recruit man. But th- but I seen tape on this kid and uh, he's six two, uh, one eighty. Um, a, a lot of people out there from from what I'm hearing, I mean we we all know it's just a rating, but they're, they're comparing him to to you know to the greats out here, Reggie Wayne. They I mean they they think this guy has the potential to be to be great, you know. So so I'm excited about that guy in in particular. I kind of hear he has like that Ahmad Richards type uh, body style and physical play. Yeah, yeah, he does, man. I, I've seen tape and, and the kid, I mean, the kid looks like the real deal. I mean, uh, I, I just, I, I would like to see a better job at the um, running back position. I was looking right now also at the running back position and, and it looks like we we are we are targeting uh, LJ Johnson. He's he's from out of state, so you know uh, we'll see how that goes. We have another guy, Donovan uh, Donovan Edwards, but they're they're both they're cool on both of these guys. Um, it'll be great to see them, you know, bring them in and 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 see what happens, man. Because right now these two guys are four stars, uh, four star recruits. So maybe we can get them on board because I I do think we need another guy at the running back position. Yeah, I feel you. Um. Back to what we were talking about, uh, Eric. Mm-hmm. We were talking about um, Avante Williams, and like, believe it or not, like we have a lot of safety. So I'm kind of thinking if maybe they're gonna try to turn one of them into a corner because we have what Avante Williams, James Williams, Cameron Kitchens, and then 
we already have our we have our Bubba Bolden, and we have our Gervin Hall. You know, we still have some of these players that could play safety, and then we got already like three or four safeties coming in. So maybe, and they're li- they're listed as safety. One of them is listed listed as safety slash athlete. So maybe they might switch them up into the cornerback position. Uh, who is the one that's a safety slash athlete? Is that James yeah, Williams. James Williams is six foot five, uh, two thirty. He's not gonna be a he's not gonna be a cornerback. He does, <laughs> he's he too does, tall. Yeah, he, he's. He's a beast in the in uh, he he needs to be a safety. Uh, everyone uh, like rivals and two four seven sports and all that stuff. They're all saying that they project him to being an outside linebacker slash defensive end. Um, but he's already said candidly that he wants to be a safety. That he's going to monitor his weight and this that whatever so he doesn't put on the weight um, that he gets too big. Um, but he definitely is not fast enough to to be a a, a, a cornerback. Uh, Avante Williams, he's a little bit smaller, a little bit quicker. He, uh, excuse me, Avante, yeah, Avante, uh, yeah, Avante, yeah, Avante Williams. Williams, yeah, he he can play the corner, the cornerback position. He played practically every position on the, on the on the defensive side when he was when he was still in high school. Um, another two guys that I think we have current guys on the team right now um, that are, I believe, they're freshmen that they could go into the cornerback room and and probably be cornerbacks. Uh, I want to say one is Jalen Harrell. The other one is, um, it might be Brian Ballum, but Ballum might be a better better at safety. Uh, Cam Kitchens doesn't have the hips for it. Uh, he's he's a ball hawk. He he needs to play center field. Um, and I'm trying to think who else is the other the other safety that we have. I mean, you have to also include the safeties that could potentially come back. Um, like yeah, such as Bubba yeah, Bolden. Bubba Bolden. Um, uh, Bubba Bolden's not gonna be able to play corner. Uh, he he's he's good with a tight end and stuff like that. Um, no, I like my safety. Yeah, yeah exactly, Bubba exactly. Bolden. Um, the other one, uh, I've heard a lot of a lot of guys, um, you know, on YouTube and stuff like that, that if that if uh, Blades wants to, not not Blades, um, um, number five, Amari Carter, Amari Carter, that if he wants to have an NFL career. He needs to go to linebacker. He needs to put on the weight, the 15 pounds uh, of solid muscle yeah, during, during yeah. off season, because he can hit and he's he's very athletic. Yeah. But he's you know, just he is just not fast enough for safety. Yeah, you know what, Eric, I, I I see that man. I I I I agree with you on that one. I I think he has a size and and like you said, he's a. If if you look at this kid's uh, tapes in high school, man, this guy was destroying people. Uh, I mean, destroying them. So I I, I see that. I see that. Yeah, it's a, it, I mean, there, there's a lot of things that 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 you know. Once we get the guys in, then then it's it's up to the coaching staff to figure out what they're going to do and stuff like that. But if, if some of these upperclassmen, if they're going to come back and stuff like that, you know, I, I'm hoping and I'm I'm really really hoping because we got we're stacking two good classes, one on top of each other, the 2000, you know, the the, the 2020 class, and hopefully this uh, this 21 class, you know. I hope that there's an open competition going going into football next year, and I hope that they don't go by oh I'm a, you know by, by senior you know seniors that they're like oh, okay well I'm I'm an upperclassman so I should get the start in this and whatever. No, we need to have open competition because some of these freshmen that are coming in next year and the freshmen they currently have on a team can play. They can play. Yep, they can play. Yep, and that's that's what is going to bring and wake some of these guys up. I don't know if you remember. I think it was like week three or maybe week four. 
they announced that the wide receiver uh, wide receiver core is going to be open for grabs. And the next day, I think the next game, freaking Mike Harley went off like 150, 175 yeah. yards and like two touchdowns. Yeah. You get me? So maybe that's what they need is a little bit of competition because they're too fresh. They too, they're too fresh. No, they're too they're comfortable. They're too laid back. They're exactly. That's what I was, that's what exactly was going to say. So they feel like, oh, well, shit, I'm, I'm, I'm a fourth-year senior, so I'm definitely going to stay here. This is why I stayed. Nah, not really, buddy, because your job could be easily replaced by one of these guys that are 18 years yeah. old. Yeah, and, and so, some of these guys that, that – um that we're able to get some playing time and stuff like that and, and, and everything we have to take in consideration as a, as a regular fan, as a diehard fan, you know, and, and even as a hater. Okay. Miami was able to do a lot of things that quite honestly, I don't think a lot of people expected. Okay. You know, pre preseason, everyone's like, we're going to be, we're going to have three, four losses, you know, and, and it's not whatever. Okay. We had no off season. We instilled a brand new offense. We have brand new offensive coordinators, uh, offensive coordinator, a uh, wide receivers coach, and and then um, the offensive line coach. Okay, you have a brand new quarterback, and I played high school football and I played quarterback my, my senior year. It is not easy when you don't have time with reps with those wide receivers. Okay, and you, don't, you we didn't have an off season. So it's very difficult for them to, to, to really get going, stuff like that. I'm very curious to see what happens if we're able to get some semblance of a offseason with these early enrollees, with the freshmen that we currently have, and with whatever players are deciding to come back, how this offense could potentially be. Because the film is there. The athletes are there. We just got to put them in, in a position to succeed. Exactly, exactly, man. That that's that's well said. That's what I've been telling Seabass. We we just had the podcast um yesterday, and and Eric, that's the same thing I told him, man. Uh, um, here in Florida, th- this is the pipeline to recruiting to to athletes that play football. And I think at the University of Miami, we have the talent. We have the guys that are fast, that 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 are ball hawks, that have good ball skills. Um, you know, th- I mean, the the athletes are there. We. Like you just said, we just need to put them in the position to succeed. And I feel like on the defensive side of the ball, at least this past Saturday, we were not doing that. You you got to be able to put these guys in the right uh, position to to be great, man. You know, because because it's there, it's there. The, the talent is there. Yeah, man. But um, I would I hate to tell you guys, but we can't really talk about um about uh last Saturday's performance because that that's in the past. We no, gotta yeah, look yeah. forward. Let's, let's not talk about what, that. We're looking, what we're looking forward is looking forward to Wednesday, man. We're looking forward to Jake Garcia coming to the U maybe? Yeah, I, I think we flip him, bro. I it, it, it's a high chance. it's a high chance that, that we, we that, that he comes here, man. I, I think he's coming. I, I see him listen, I see him and I'm looking at another guy that's committed to Florida right now. Um a cornerback actually which which we need him. Uh we need him Jason Marshall uh, cornerback six two, uh, from Miami Palmetto. I think I think we have a high chance of getting him too, which which will be great, man. Because I think we've been dropping the ball at the cornerback position, at least in this recruiting class. And 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 just to be done, another guy that I'm looking at, uh, a, a defensive end, four star Tyreek Sapp. He's also committing to uh, Florida right now, but but I, but I feel confident in him uh, um, coming here as well. So I mean. I mean, bro. Look, I'm I'm just hopeful. You know, I I have a lot of hopes for for us flip uh, 
flipping these three guys. Yeah. I have I have um inside news in Palmetto. So Palmetto's head coach, Coach Manasco, used to be my coach when I used to coach for Southridge. He was my coach for football and he was all he was a special teams coach for football and then he was my volleyball coach. And I have pretty good contact with Coach Manasco. And I have bad news, man. Corey Collier and Brandon Marshall are not going to flip. They're not going to flip. They're both committed to Florida. Even my uh, front door neighbor, he plays for Palmetto. And uh, he told me they're not going to flip. They're trying. They're trying. Yeah. Leonard Taylor's trying. And um, Rashard Smith. But nah, I don't think, I don't see that happening. I mean, I'm looking here. Uh, I mean, I mean, we got all these guys. Andrew Ivins. Um, uh, Andrew Ivins has him has him flipping, but but you know what, man? Well, who knows, bro? Who knows, who knows. Especially because look at last year. Look at last year. I'm sorry, I get, get excited because last year we got Ed Reed. Uh, after thing, I want to say after the bowl game, and like four days later we flip um, Avante Williams. Yeah, yeah, from like, Florida. Yeah, last minute, last minute too. Last yeah, minute, man. he was committed. I mean, they had, I think they had the Florida cake. They had the mom had the Florida hand, and he just switched on yeah, him. Yeah, man. It, I, I look, look, uh, Sebas. You know, you know how I'd say, it, man. Is is a lot of competition out there nowadays, man. Uh, social media. You know, these kids know each other. They're always talking. You know, um, you know the, the the visits. All these kids take the visits. They just go to the schools. You know, they want to visit and and you know get the gear. The 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 shoes that they're given at the schools, you know, they, they, they take every visit that they can, even though they're not going to that school, they're still going to take all the visits that they have lined up just, you know, just for the experience, you know, um, I mean, anything can happen, bro. Last minute, you know, you're right, you're right. and also, um, a lot of, t- a lot of players do that. They use the university of Miami scholarships course, to get other of course, better scholarships around their country. Yeah, yeah. I see it more now as a game. You know, it's not like the '80s and the '90s. How, how, like me and you said, if if I was if I was being recruited by the University of Miami right now, um, I, I would shut down my recruitment and I would say, "Hey guys, I'm going to University of Miami." Um, you know, nobody has to come knock on my door to talk to my parents or anybody. I'm I'm committed to University of Miami. You're not going to convince me because that's my dream school. That's where I want to go play. So you know, but not nowadays. That, that that's not the reality anymore. It's it's a, it's a different ball game now. Eric, you got anyone that you think is going to flip? Um, I I didn't see Jason Marshall flipping. That's a pipe dream there. Um, I I from what I understand, from what you know, listening and reading and stuff like that, Jason Marshall told the staff on Friday evening back in the summertime um, that he was going to commit to Miami, and then Manny decided to put one of those tweets that he puts out not mentioning names or anything like that but he put it like a cryptic tweet out and then it was andrew ivins and somebody else will fong from uh, 247 sports that both put right then and there on friday or saturday that jason marshall was definitely 100 coming to miami and then on sunday he goes i'm gonna go to florida okay so miami had him and then we lost him um, Corey Collier, he was never going to come to Miami. He's going to be a Florida guy. Um, he, from my understanding of, of what I've watched and as that he was, he was a, he's a better fit for Florida than he is for Miami. Um, so that was tough on, 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 on those two. Um, but we got Leonard Taylor, we got, um, uh, Brashard Smith. 
uh, who is just ridiculously, uh, he's a ridiculous athlete. I mean, uh, their quarter quarterback got hurt and he's been playing, he's been playing um, quarterback on, on, instead of playing wide receiver and they've been playing, they've been running wildcat for, for, I don't know how many games. I don't know if they're still in the playoffs or not yet, but no, it lost on yeah, Saturday. So, so you have, you have that. Um, and then also, uh, um, um, I wanted to hit, touch base with uh, Jason Marshall. Though I forget which video I watched um, on YouTube, and uh, I think it was uh, Cam Underwood, and he said that um, Jason Marshall was guarding was uh, on um, Romello Brinson, and Romello Brinson repeatedly, repeatedly abused. I heard abused that too. Him. Yeah, I heard that so too. So you got a four-star wide receiver in Romello Brinson abusing the five-star cornerback. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm telling you, bro. This, so, um, this kid Brinson, yeah. he's. Uh, I mean, I've seen it. He's he's, he's, the, he's the real deal. deal. He is the real yeah, deal. He's the real deal. He is the real deal. And then you got this uh, Malik Curtis out of out of uh, I want to say the Naples area. Uh, he's he's like a a Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's small, super fast. That was a cor- that was a guy that they were going to put at cornerback. But then his senior year this year, he only played offense, wide receiver, slot, uh, all-purpose, everything. I mean, you get the ball in his hands, and it's it's instant offense. So Miami has switched has switched him from being cornerback to being a, a wide receiver. Uh, let me see who else who else do we have? I was hoping, you know, with uh, with a better showing this past weekend. Um, this guy, uh, Mason Smith, the defensive tackle out of Louisiana. That's where I was going to go it, next. That's, I mean, my, for, for me, honestly, guys, we only have like four four slots available. Obviously, we're going to – we want a, quarter, uh, a quarterback. So, uh, you know, obviously we want Jay Garcia. Um, f- from my understanding, uh, we finally offered um, a scholarship to Austin Barber. He's an offensive tackle. Uh, six foot seven out of Jacksonville. Um, he has already been saying that he wants an offer from Miami because he will go there. Um, and then um, Garen Justice has had his eye on him and and has been in communication with him. And we finally offered him a a, um, a scholarship uh, like a week ago. Um, the other one is uh, Patrick Payton. Obviously, he's he's signing with Florida State. Yeah, good luck to you. Um, Tyreek Sapp, you'd you'd think that Sapp would want to come down. Well, you know because he is uh, that's uh, Warren Sapp's nephew, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, um, is that the? I'm sorry to to, to cut you off. Is is are you talking about uh, Tyreek? Sapp? Yeah, Tyreek Sapp. I yeah. believe I believe yeah. that that's Warren Sapp's nephew. So yeah, he's he, he's coming right now to Florida. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But um, I, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Man, we got to keep these guys, man. Um, yeah. These guys from Florida here, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, from, from Miami, uh, South South Florida. Yeah. So, like, for the four, four slots that we have left available, um, I'm looking at it's probably going to be an Austin Barber. Um, it's probably going to be – I know uh, Jake Garcia. And then they might save two slots for – for uh for portal for portal portal guys um Mm -hmm. and the only reason they have to do that is because the ncaa has not uh voted on if they're going to extend the amount of scholarships that are allowed for this year because right now every team is is allowed 25 scholarships 
But they should though, they, right? They should, yes. But it doesn't get voted on until until January. And then you don't know how many. So it's like if some of these guys that we're looking for a pipe dream, if they're going to be – if they're early signees, well, it's going to be tough, you know, because if some of these guys – how can we offer a scholarship? We don't know if we have scholarships available. So um, I would like mm-hmm. to see Jaden McBurrows be be flipped from Michigan because Michigan's got awful. Um, uh, he's a cornerback, five foot ten, one sixty five, out of uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. Um, Jaden Hood would also be another uh, a linebacker, interior linebacker to go along with um, uh, Deshaun Troutman. Um, he's uh, Jesus. He is six foot one, two twelve, out of St. Thomas Aquinas. And then the other one that I would love to see, but I don't think it's going to happen, is Terrence Lewis, the five-star from uh, Northwestern. Well, he was at Northwestern. Then he went to, I forget what other school, and then he finally settled with uh, Miami Central. Uh, he's a – they compare him to John Beeson. Oh. So, yeah, he's um, – let me see. He is – He's committed to Tennessee. Um, he decommitted this past weekend. Hey, who knows, man? Who who knows? And then we have that uh, that uh, this guy from USC, the the linebacker, the five star linebacker that entered the portal yeah. that has connections with Brevin and connection with Tate and connection with Brother Bowden because yeah. they all played in the same high school. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah, uh, and then and then I believe his brother is a senior this year as well. But his brother's got a good relationship with uh, Mel Tucker, the the coach from uh, Michigan State. Um, so you got this five star from a couple of years ago, who's been, who's been actually has been injured a lot. Um, but I believe he put himself in the portal because they benched him and they have a freshman that's starting over him. So yeah, I don't man. know if you've, I don't know if that's the type of, uh, type of mentality you want to have come and come in here. Cause I know we're trying to work with our culture and everything like that over here in Miami. Of course, so. of course. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah. about culture for all the sports. Let me ask you another question. You mentioned Troutman. Troutman is the guy from uh, like Ocala, Florida. Yeah, uh, Edgewater. Yeah, he's the one that used to train with Jaquan Johnson. Yes, he's the one that that, that was living down here and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, he and the best part about that guy, the guy has heart. Yeah. That yeah. guy. Yeah, uh, I've looked at his film a lot, and everywhere the ball is, he's there. Like a like a Denzel Pyramid. Yes. yes, and. He's, I mean, he's, he's right now, he's, he's our, our, our only interior linebacker. Everybody else that we have on it, on the, on the class is, is, um, outside linebackers. Yeah, man. A lot to look forward to on Wednesday, to be honest with you. I really hope we get Jake. You know, that'd be great. That'd be a great battle. Hold on. That'd be a great battle between Jake Garcia and, um, what's his other guy's name? Tyler. Tyler Van Dyke. Tyler Van Dyke. Yeah, that'll be a good little QB battle, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. You know what's funny, man? Uh, I'm I'm still with the with, with the Jason Marshall. Uh, I'm looking at two Florida Gators insiders, and uh, believe it or not, they th- these two guys uh, have them flipping to Miami for some reason. And, and, and oh, you know, for for I mean for the Florida Gators, but I mean, like we said, bro, it doesn't matter right now. Um, Anything can happen last minute. So, well, you, you know, you know, so something when when it comes to the numbers game, when it comes to Florida, Florida, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they have ten to twelve cornerbacks on their roster right now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 
it's kind of like okay, if if, 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 if I'm Jason Marshall, you know, and I want to play, I want to play ball, you right know, away. and I want to play right, right, right away, right. or or right. even if you don't want to play right away, but you 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 have a better chance of getting playing time, you get a better of chance course. of playing time here in Miami, of you course. know, and help help Miami turn this team around, you know, turn 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 what we have going, turn it into something positive that we're able to get more players just like him. Of course. Yeah. It only especially, takes especially, and especially knowing that University of Miami already doesn't have that many corners. We're like yeah. <laughs> we're on right. five or four scholarships because yeah. Albades is done for the year. And who knows? that the, the type of injury he had, who really knows? Right? Yeah. He's going to be able to come back to play next year or he's going to be able to come back and play yeah. at all. So why not stay stay home and and, and Make make the make the home better, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, for sure. Who for knows? Sure. Who knows? Honestly, who knows, bro? National signing day has been so it's been so crazy over the years. A lot of team, a lot of guys flipping at the last second, and uh, who really knows, man? Let me ask you a question, uh, Eric. Yeah. Um, really quick, really quick. Do you think what happened on Saturday uh, affected uh, Miami's recruiting class at all? I don't think it. Rec- I don't think it's gonna hurt the the class that we have already committed because most of these guys have shut down and are not looking at other schools and they want to play for Miami. Um, yeah. uh, like like Seabass said before, Leonard Taylor was already was already tweeting that that I don't care, I'm coming. Yeah. You know, yeah, he yeah, wants to make that. a difference. You know, yeah. where yeah. where it's where where it's gonna hurt is your Mason Smiths and and. Um, yeah, the guys that are on you know, the fence. Yeah, the, the guys that you don't know. He likes, like, when it, when it comes to Mason Smith, he he likes our defensive style the best for his position. But I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, okay, well, let, let me see here. He likes the way we play defense, but yet our defense is god awful. Yeah, um, it's, it's, so it's, it's too like, conservative. Too conservative. So it's like. It's like, it's like, and with all honesty, I watched it. I only watched the first half. I had, I was like, I had to turn it off because I was like, yeah, I, I, I was, I was done. Yeah. yeah, but the referees, honestly speaking, missed a great game because um, our boy Jalen Phillips was getting held practically every, the whole game. Yeah. every yeah. snap. Was oh, it, it's been happening almost every game. Yes. I see it. I'm like, I'm like, that's a hold. Yeah, that's a hold, and they don't call yeah, it. They never, and, they and they don't call it. And then they were they were using, they were using our our upfield pressure against us, because they they yeah. I I got reminded of at, at halftime. I was like, dude, this reminds me of when I went to the Orange Bowl and watched and watched Miami play Wisconsin. Wisconsin ran basically four offensive plays the whole entire game. And just walked all over us. And I saw, I saw, I saw the same thing again on on Saturday night. It's like you had two particular linebackers that were playing, and they were consistently out of position. And I'm like, bro, we we just defensively, it's like, dude, what can you do? You know, what can you do when if I'm doing the things that I need to write, but then the referees are missing something. And then, and if it's not the referees, then it's my own teammates that are that are not in position where they need to be. So it was it was a lot of uh, a lot of things and stuff like that. But that's that that's like like Seabass said, it's already over. Let's move forward. I'm excited for the for Wednesday. I I mean I'm probably gonna chew off all my nails hoping that we don't lose anybody. <laughs> you know, because I really I'm really yeah. excited about this class and 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 yo if we can get a couple other guys, a couple of big name guys like a Terrence Lewis, 
to help that defense and even maybe a Mason Smith, you know, dude, I mean, that that's two five stars you add, yeah, you add, you add to that big. defense. It's like ridiculous, man. Jumping back to what you're saying, I don't, I don't yeah. think we're going to lose anybody. I think we're more likely to gain somebody than to actually lose somebody. You get me? Uh, I feel like all the recruits that we have are pretty solid in staying at home and make make the crib great again. I feel like it might be one of those that, um, let's say, go to Tennessee or go to Gainesville. Be like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm staying at home. I'm making the crib great again. Yeah. So who knows, man? And there's another guy I want to talk about. Uh, we haven't really mentioned him because we've been mostly talking about defense because that's where I think we lack the most. But uh, the tight end from Texas, uh, Arroyo, yeah, remember, Elijah Royal. Yeah, Elijah. Arroyo. Yeah. There you go. I was going to say Isaiah. I don't know why. But Elijah Royal, man, he, that guy's going to be solid, bro. We're going to have – I don't understand why people nowadays on Instagram, on social media still debate that the University of Miami, it is tight end U1 and 2. Yeah. We take the first and second place. There's no other. If you're a tight end and you want to make it into the NFL, you go to University of Miami. It's there's it, there's no argument. You know, there, there is no argument. It's like it's like we we could have like let's say for this year, for example, we have Brevin Jordan on the team, but we have Will Mallory. You know, it's like it's like okay, yeah, he, they may not be the number one, the number one overall that gets picked as a tight end position. Neither one of them, if they decide to go out and stuff like that, but I guarantee you, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a, a longer career than anybody else that goes to the NFL, and a better one too. Yeah, and a better one exactly. And then we have uh, another guy, the guy from Northwestern, uh, Khalil, Khalil Brantley. Khalil Brantley. There you go. He's a tight end too. Yeah. So we have the bro. We have we're gonna have four solid tight ends, but I believe Brevin is out of here. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I mean, he shouldn't leave because he's he's always he's so injury prone. He's never on the damn field. Uh, but at the same time, it, it might be better for him to leave and be paid while he's on injured reserve. You know, as opposed to being at Miami and not getting paid for it. So who knows? Of course, of you course. Know? But yeah, man, that's my that's uh that's our little special edition um, early. National Signing Day episode. Uh, hope you guys tune in. And um, like always, go Canes. Go Canes. Go Canes.